Don't be afraid. Lock the doors. Turn out the lights. And climb into bed. It's time for Hillbilly Dead Time Stories. It is no secret that the White House is presumed to be haunted. There are several stories involving Abraham Lincoln and Theodore Roosevelt roaming the halls of this prestigious home of the President of the United States. Presidents aren't the only U.S. politicians who have a residence provided to them, though. The same can be said for the governors of their respective states. It would only go to figure that some of these locations may be haunted as well. Some of them, though, may not be haunted by former politicians for not all of these houses were built for the purpose of being the governor's mansion. Such is the case as the governor's residence in the state of Delaware. The year was 1966 and Delaware Governor Charles Terry was sitting at his dining room table alone going over some policy documents. It was late in the evening and Governor Terry was winding down with a glass of wine. It was past midnight so he took the last sip and headed off to bed. Just as he was about to walk out of the dining room, it dawned on him that he had forgotten to do something. He walked back to the table and placed a clean glass next to the empty one and promptly filled it with wine. He then left the two wine glasses, one empty and one full, and made his way upstairs to the bedroom. The next morning, both glasses were exactly where he had left them. The only difference is that now, both glasses were empty. The Woodburn House had been purchased by the state of Delaware in 1965 and Governor Terry was the first governor to stay there. But the ghost haunting this beautiful mansion had been a staple in local folklore for way over a century before that. The legend goes back to 1790 when Charles Hilliard was the owner and raised his family which included 10 children in this house. Hilliard had a reputation for being a cantankerous old man that ran his family with an iron fist. He was an eccentric tyrant who drank too much, took delight in the suffering of others, and demanded complete control over his children's lives. One story has him sitting in his parlor with a bottle of wine, watching all ten children stand before him on their tiptoes. As their feet would eventually give out and touch the floor, he would crack their feet with a riding crop. Another story has him chasing his son, Charles Jr., around the property after Charles Jr. informed him of his plans to move to New York and become a writer. Legend says that he fired several shots at his son, and the only thing that prevented Charles Jr. from being killed was the house's heavy front door. 
Charles Jr. had ran into the porch and through the doorway, slamming the heavy wooden door behind him just as the bullet struck the door. Workers renovating Woodburn in 1998 discovered a hole in the door after stripping away several layers of paint that had accumulated over the years. The hole was five feet from the ground and went halfway through the door. Charles Hilliard made his first ghostly appearance at Woodburn in 1815, one year after he passed away. His daughter Mary and her husband, Dr. Martin Bates, bought the home after her father's death. Mary said that she felt that she was living under her father's disapproving eye from the very first day that they moved in. She often spotted a figure from the peripheral of her vision, a man dressed in colonial attire, including a powdered wig, knee-high pants, and stockings. Whenever she would turn to look straight at the figure, it would disappear. The cold feeling in the pit of her stomach told her that it was indeed her father. Her suspicions were confirmed by a traveling minister by the name of Reverend Dow, who they had given a room for the night. As he sat down to the table for breakfast, he asked, Aren't we going to wait for the other guest? Mary asked, What guest? Reverend Dow replied, The elderly man that I passed on the stairway last evening as I was coming down for dinner. When Mary asked Reverend Dow to describe the man, it matched her father exactly. Years passed and the haunting continued. In 1870, Judge George Fisher owned the home. The judge's son, George Jr., came home from school for the Christmas holiday and brought a friend along. The friend was shown to his bedroom, the same bedroom that was once Charles Hilliard's bedroom. As the friend entered the room, he was delighted to find a roaring fire in the fireplace. This was a treat because all of the servants had already retired for the evening. A bigger surprise was the man that he then noticed sitting in a chair facing the fire. The man suddenly leaned over the armrest and stared right at the boy. They stared at each other for a few seconds as the old man's stern face turned into an evil grin. He then disappeared. The boy screamed and fainted, causing George Jr. to rush into the room. When the boy awoke, he told George Jr. what had happened. Jr. was confused and explained that there was no fire in the fireplace and there was no one sitting in the chair. The strange happenings didn't stop there. Dr. Frank Hall lived in the house for much of the first half of the 20th century. He was the first to notice the spirit's love of fine wine. Bottles would be found completely empty in the wine cellar. Very curious considering that the bottles were still corked and sealed. Governor Terry, on the other hand, was the first resident of Woodburn to actively accommodate the ghost. When he found out about Charles Hilliard's taste for fine wines, he made it a point to leave out a glass of his finest red on the dining room table every night. Every morning, without exception, the glass was empty. To this day, strange occurrences happen within the Woodburn house. Workers doing minor repairs have heard whispers in the hallways. Security guards report phantom footsteps on the main floor and in the front hall. Subsequent searches always turn up nothing. And of course, there are the numerous bottles of wine that still mysteriously become empty in the Woodburn's wine cellar. The spirit doesn't seem to be angry or harmful. Maybe like a fine wine, Charles Hilliard has gotten better with age.
Down a 